Hey guys, welcome back into Out of Pocket Sports. I'm Mikey and I'm joined by my lovely co-host Sam. Sam, how are we doing today? Great. I just want to say thank you to everyone who has listened to our past two episodes and all the mediums that we've been sent out there. I've enjoyed the love. I've enjoyed seeing my friends and family uh, hype it up. So uh, continue to support and we continue to bring you guys uh, news-breaking media. News-breaking media? Oh yeah. Is that a coin term? What kind of news? Uh, well, we're going to start out with sports around the world, but uh, before we do that, just a little moment of silence because today, oh, what day is it? It's the eighth of September. Uh, today, September eighth, at around twelve forty-nine p.m., uh, the wonderful Queen Elizabeth has passed away. Moment of silence. All right, that's good. <laughs> we just want to uh, give our deepest respects to the entire globe at this point yeah. because she meant a lot. Mostly to, England. Yes, but, yes, uh, but. At, at one point, most of the globe, <laughs> she went a lot to uh, out-of-pocket sports personally, yeah, so for sure. we are definitely hurting over this loss. Big time. Um, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Kent State. Oh, yeah. Boomer Sooner is going to beat the hell out of Kent State this weekend. Um, our line is Oklahoma by 33 and a half. I'm saying we, we cover and we smash. I believe so. I think... I remember last time... Um, the first game was kind of weird. We played Tulane. They didn't really know what was going on. Second game, night game, it was great. They had the new LEDs in the stadium. That's yeah. going to be awesome. Except this year, we did know what was going on in the opener. Oh, and true. We, like, we kicked UTEP. Exactly. So, so. last year, uh, 76-0. This year, 77-1. Per- I, actually, that is probably one point safety. It'll be an exciting game. You don't <laughs> want to miss it. <laughs> yeah, tune in at 6 p.m. and catch us at the game. <laughs> um, okay, so... Let's speed run Sam's sports around the world. U.S. Open. Yes. A lot of upsets. Kyrgios is out. Nadal is out. Medvedev is out. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm not sure like who notably is like the lead at this point for the men's. Um, but the championship is this weekend, so I guess we'll find out. And then on the women's side, Goff, I believe, is out. Yes. Yeah. Williams is out, obviously. Serena Williams <coughs> for our non-tennis yeah. <laughs> Like me. <clears throat> yeah. Um... So, I don't know. <laughs> it, would, it would definitely be interesting. Um, not that I'm terribly interested in it, but tennis people probably yes, are. Yes, our former co-host, Thomas Bonney, is a big fan. So yeah. Shout out, Thomas. My bad. <laughs> we'll cut that post. <laughs> okay, so um, let's get into today's episode, where we are... <laughs> hold on, you want me to stop it? No, we're good. Keep going. Okay, hold on. We'll just cut it out. All right. We'll be back after this break from our sponsors. I don't think that's royalty-free. That's from a TV show. All right. Today we're overreacting to the week one games of the college football season. We've got six big hot takes for you guys, and we're going to discuss them. Number one, Sam, you want to give us one of yours first? Yes, my biggest one that I am firmly believed on, and if you've talked to me in the past uh, week, that's all I've been talking about. I do love OU football. I do hate Texas football. I do hate Alabama football. But I firmly believe that Texas is going to make a statement and they will beat, you heard it, not cover, not almost win, they will beat the well, Alabama Crimson Tide. they're going to win, they have to cover. Exactly. <laughs> but not just cover and lose by seven. They're going to beat the University of Alabama. I believe it's going to happen. I think this is going to be a letdown game for Alabama. Texas fans, they, they take a lot of hate and they haven't backed it up, but I think this might be the kicker because uh, losing to OU is fine because it happens every year, but this is their big statement game before they go into the SEC that says, hey, we're not going to be messed around. Um, I don't like it. I think I do think Quinn Ewers is the big deal. I know it's kind of weird. Uh, some people don't like him, but I really, really do think, you heard it here, that Texas will beat Alabama and shock the world and then go on to have a mediocre season. It's not, 
I'm not saying they're going to even make it to the playoffs or maybe beat OU, but mm-hmm. if they beat Alabama, it'll be a much tougher opponent come week seven okay. or whatever. I'm a really big fan of the latter half of that take, that they're going to go on to have a mediocre season and lose to OU and not make the playoffs. I, like, firmly, strongly disagree with you on, like, the former. Quinn Ewers is not, like, he hasn't done anything. He, yeah, he, exactly. They have no film on him. Well, the film we did get last week against ULM was not impressive. 230 yards, two touchdowns, an interception, 16 for 24. Not horrible, but against ULM, you need to be doing better. Bryce Young does do better. He's a much better quarterback than Quinn Ewers. Um, I will give Bijan Robinson is great, but so is Alabama's defense, especially their run defense. That's kind of exactly. their, that's kind of their thing. So um, I could I could see Texas covering. The line is minus twenty. So A moral victory. I um sure. <laughs> I could like see I could see the cover, but um, I really don't see a way that they win. Even just off of last week, Bama played a better team, scored more points, allowed fewer points. Allowed fewer yards. Um, I don't know. I, I just I I hate Texas. I do I too. Get, yes, I can't get behind it until I I'd still it until they prove it. It's hard for me to say this. Hey, I just want everyone to remember perfect, complete analogy. Do you remember two years ago? Everyone's saying the Kansas City Chiefs were going to blow the Tampa Bay Buccaneers out of the water because they had a wonderful quarterback. They had an incredible defense. Mm-hmm. Everyone's saying it. Jack Crew was saying it. Whoa. Shout out Jack Crew. Whoa. Let's slow down on the incredible defense from the Kansas City Chiefs. At the time, <laughs> it was an above average <laughs> I don't know defense. about that. I was the one who said that you cannot bet against Tom Brady. Quinn Ewers is Tom Brady reincarnated. You heard it who your first this out of pockets. Hold on, hold on. This is getting this is getting like a little outrageous. Change the font size. Of that <laughs> let's slow let's slow down. You will see. Quinn Ewers is the reincarnation of Tom Brady. Put that on the put that on the, the show notes. The platinum blonde QB one. Oh yeah. Quinn Ewers. I can already imagine. And then we're going to beat him and it's gonna be the end of his. And then Dylan Gabriel is going to take over as the college oh. Tom Brady. Okay. I lo- no, I like yes. this take now. Mark it down, mark it down. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Okay, I'll 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 give you one on the note of quarterbacks. Clemson is not going to mm. Make the playoffs if they keep DJ Ukulele as their quarterback. I like that. I've heard a lot of them. I like that one. He, I don't know if you watched the game on Saturday. No. Monday. 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 It was, uh, like, ugly. It was 14-3 to at the first half. DJ did not look good at all, especially in the first half. He had, like, a fumble that he recovered himself and then another fumble, um... And their offense was just so slow. They only put up 14 in the first half. They did a lot in the second half, um, especially in that fourth quarter. They put up 17. But, like, I, he, he just – he's not a playmaker. And he's not, like, fun to watch at all. And so I just, like – I'm not saying that they should bench him and, like, bring in this freshman kid. Because the freshman came in um, and Dabo was, like – all the fans were like, we want – we we have DJ Kate, benched yeah. basically like what we did last year. Yes, that rabbit. was fun. <laughs> and Dabo was like, "No, like we're not doing that. DJ is our guy." And but I just think like this was Georgia Tech. Like Georgia Tech, they scored their first touchdown this game since November of two thousand twenty one. Ooh. So like their wow. last like three games, they didn't score a touchdown. And so That's true. It was, it was just not the defense is good. Obviously, it it's Clemson, but like. The offense led by DJ is just not, it's not 
complete, I feel like. I feel like, not to say he's holding them back, but he could be doing more, more if he was just, like, a better player. And I think that that is going to inhibit Clemson from making the playoffs. Because they have a pretty easy schedule, but even with that, it's just, like, you know, you can only get away with this so much when you have to play, like, in Salem-Winston and you host NC State, who also didn't look good, by the way. But, like, Miami, they have to play Miami this year. They have to go on the road in South Bend this year. So, I don't know. I just, I, I find it hard to believe that they're going to be, like, this elite team with keeping Ugalele at quarterback. I, I personally, I, I agree. I think that to beat Clemson, you're just going to have to score 20 points a game, which not every team can do because their defense is so good. Mm-hmm. But they're having trouble scoring the ball. So, if, for the one or two teams that can reach that 20-point mark, Clemson's probably not going to be able to match it with ukulele at quarterback. Yeah. So, I personally, I mean, everyone seems to think that Cade is going to end the season the starter, and everyone thinks he's going to be the starter. Why not just start him now and yeah. make him make all the mistakes now as opposed to bringing him in, say, a big game and then making fun of him when he's a freshman in a big game as opposed to letting him start now against all the, the non-conference schedules. And yeah. then if you, if you assume he's going to start at the end of the season... Give him that experience now. So, Dabo, I know you listen to this podcast religiously. <laughs> Take these words. Yeah, because, I mean, they're playing Furman this week. So, if you're going to play him, this is a week to do it. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. That's my, my – you want to you wanna go next? Yes, yeah. My, my other one is I think that Cincinnati move over. BYU is going to be the best group of five team yeah. this season. I guess they're group of six because they're independent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, it counts. Non-Power 5, <laughs> yeah, we should we say. Go. Yes, keep all. We yeah. love all of our conferences. Yeah, no. Um, I liked them a lot last week against uh, South Florida. They were in like a two-hour land relay and, I mean, still came out and put a 50 on them. Mm-hmm. The defense, they did a let-up 21, but it wasn't like a bad 21. Um, and, I don't know, I thought their quarterback play looked really good. Um, I think Hall is, you know, he's, he's pretty solid. Uh, their run game looked really strong. Uh, Brooks was... He was kind of mowing people down. Um, that third quarter kind of got away from them. But it put up, they put up 28 in the first. Um, but they've got a big game against Baylor this weekend, a team that I'm not particularly fond of um, in terms of how I think they'll be this year. But the Lions beat BYU by three that's, in that's Provo. Exactly, yeah. So, obviously, this is a hot take, but I don't know. I just feel like we mentioned Cincinnati. They just lost too many people, and they don't have the reloading power of Alabama or Georgia yeah, for sure. that they've shown. And I think BYU, they've kind of been slowly assembling talent, and their schedule is very favorable for where they are at. So I don't. Yeah, they've got a they've got a really good schedule this year. I don't know if they'll do what Cincinnati did and make the playoffs. I don't think it'll be they're that good, but I think they can compete with obviously their conference and then some of the bigger name teams. Yeah, so, um, team to watch. Michael yeah, Deo. I mean. <laughs> They've got Baylor this weekend, and then they've got to go on the road in Oregon. They've got South Bend. They play host Arkansas, who beat Cincinnati last week. Cincinnati didn't look bad in that game, but they're definitely not what they were last year, exactly. and I don't think they will be. Um, but, yeah, so I actually think BYU, I don't know if they'll cover, but I think they get the win this weekend against Baylor. I agree. I think so, too. I think it'll be a big – it'll kind of be a twofold for the out-of-pocket sports because uh, we're – BYU fans, and we're not that high yeah, on Baylor. We'll be right about Baylor and BYU, so, and it's going to look fantastic yeah, for us. Yeah, so tell all your friends and know that we gave you the information. Yeah, <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, <clears throat> sticking with the Big 12 theme, after this weekend, 
our competition in the Big 12 was Baylor and Oklahoma State. Baylor played Albany. Mm. Yes, they hung 63. It was on Albany. I can't take that and be like, oh, look, they're, they're totally fine. Everything's going to be fine. No. Oklahoma State Ooh. allowed Central Michigan to put up 44 Ooh. on them. Spencer Sanders looked fantastic. But Central Michigan had more total yards than Oklahoma State did. Mm. They scored 44 that. points. And their defense held Oklahoma State in check about until about halfway through the second quarter. Um, based off of what I saw, I think Oklahoma is definitively the best, best team, team in the Big 12. Yes. I agree. I agree. I don't think it'll be as like last year when it was kind of they never oh you never really got their footing. They're always kind of either the offense would play great or the defense would play great, but never both at the same time mm-hmm. for a select few games. I think this year, um, even if there are little obstacles that they have to jump over, I think they will have a solidified both all three sides of the ball are good to go by those games, which are later in the year, so they will have that uh, warm up period. Yeah. <clears throat> Having uh, Baylor and Oklahoma State late in the year definitely definitely is helpful. Um, Moving on. Give us one. Yes, my my final take is I believe that Louisiana State University head coach Brian Kelly will be fired either by the end of this year or next year. It's kind of a long-winded pick, so come back if we're still here a year from now. Um, I think he just looks over his head. He kind of went from the the blue-collar school of Notre Dame to down south with the Cajuns. I don't think he fits (laughs) in culture-wise. And I think the players... (laughs) Like the... the, (laughs) I think. I don't know. <laughs> we don't make any money, so we can't take it away from us. Um, but it, he just doesn't seem to fit with the culture and the people there, and I think the players and everyone's kind of taking notice, and they're not really buying into whatever he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, they lost in a heartbreaking fashion. I mean, they... That came, game was crazy. Yeah, they came they all the way be, back. had to be scripted. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and NCAA rig. There's no way. They're uh, playing on Brian Kelly's downfall. <laughs> exactly. It was me. I paid the rent. <laughs> Um, but I, I just think that the way that ga- I, I watched part of that game and it just seemed like he never was in control and he was kind of playing circumstantial football where something would happen and he'd react to it. Uh, I think that just shows a lack of confidence from like the people above him and his players. So I could be completely wrong. He could be. He's. A, I mean, I think he's a good coach. I just think he don't. He doesn't fit in the LSU position. Yeah, I agree. I he he definitely is a good coach. Like he had a ton of success at Notre Dame. He went to the national championship game and got his ass beat by Alabama, you know. It happens to everybody. Um, I think it was the semifinals. But, no, no, no. It was the, the BCS. Oh, a long like time ago. 20, like, 12 or 13 right. or something like that. <clears throat> um, yeah, no, they haven't made the playoff. But, yeah, yeah. um... They made it two years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. We all know who about this. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like LSU didn't look like LSU, like... They have such good talent, and, like, I like Jaden Daniels at quarterback. Um, and he had a good game, but, like, just, like, so many things that shouldn't have gone wrong did. Mm. And I agree with you that I feel like like the players, and especially the fans, more than anything else, they're not, like, buying into Brian Kelly. Um, but, I don't know, I felt like the move on his part was kind of weird yes. because... He's moving to a team from a team that he is like consistently ranked in the top ten, has success every season. He's made it to like, you know, a New Year's Six Bowl almost every single year, and now he's going to LSU, who has been like good like historically, but other than that one Coach O season with Joe Burrow, they haven't like done anything like spectacular since like 
like 2011 yeah. or whenever they yeah. went. LSU, they come out of nowhere every 10, 12 years. Yeah. Have a historical season. Yeah. I don't know. I just wasn't, like, I wasn't particularly moved um, by this game. And I, Florida State is, like, like horribly mid. Like, like I like Willie Taggart, and I think he's good. But, like, this Florida State receiver tweeted after the game, and he was like, like, this is Florida State football. Like, Florida State is back. Like, no, you're not. You're no, 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 no. You guys are yes. not. This is Texas. <laughs> exactly. Like, yes. Florida State is just, I don't know. They're not, like, they're not going to, they're going to be, like, a 7-8 win team by the end of the year. Like, and losing in the way that they did to that, like, mediocre of a team. Exactly. I don't know. I wasn't, I don't, I didn't think it was, I didn't, I didn't think it was a good look. Exactly. Um, final take, Mikey's. Final take. Ohio State's offense is not the juggernaut freight train that we thought it was. And I think Michigan has a very, very, very good chance to win the Big Ten. Because everybody has been, Ohio State is like a landslide to win the Big Ten. And, you know, Michigan isn't going to be as good with their, like, two-quarterback system. And Aiden Hutchinson's gone and and, and Hassan Haskins gone and blah, 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 blah. We saw them, Ohio State, against Notre Dame, Play a not great game. It was 21 to 10. Jackson Smith and Jigba was hurt. And I feel like in the time that Smith and Jigba did not play, the Ohio State offense looked very different. They weren't as like high powered as they usually should be. And I know like granted, Notre Dame is a good team and they have a good defense. But it's Ohio State, and like with what the expectation was for them, I thought we should have seen more. Stroud had a good game, like 230, two touchdowns. Travion Henderson only had 90 yards rushing, which, like, 90 yards rushing is good, but for a guy that is, like, a potential Heisman candidate, 90 yards rushing is not very much. Um, And I don't know. I just wasn't – like, they were down at the half, and they they scored with, like, like 15 seconds left in the third to take the lead for the final time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know. I just thought – Without Smith and Jigba, they didn't look as good. And if he's going to be out for two weeks, then you'll then, see those problems. Yes. Yeah, we'll we'll see how like if, if we're correct about that. Um, and Michigan, meanwhile, looked really really good against Colorado State. They hung fifty one with um, McNamara at mm. quarterback. And then this weekend, <clears throat> this weekend they're giving their other JJ a chance. Um, That's so funny. And so. Because Harbaugh is like, oh, like we're going on a yeah, week by yes. week basis rather than drive by drive, which I think is interesting um, to give your guys like a whole game each so you can really evaluate better. Um, but I don't know. I liked how they looked a lot. I think their defense is better than I thought it was going to be. Um, Ohio State's defense also looked good, granted. But I don't know. I think Michigan has a lot better chance than people think to win the Big Ten. I have a question. Out of all of the... So last year, there was a bunch of historical like rivalry upsets like OSU versus OU, Michigan versus Ohio State, Michigan State versus Michigan. Out of all of the possibilities that would give a chance to repeat the upset, like Oklahoma State wins again or Michigan State wins again, do you think Michigan-Ohio State is the most likely? Um, I don't know. It's in Columbus this year, mm-hmm. and like home field advantage in that game is huge. So... I don't know. That's actually a really good question. It's not going to be Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. In Norman, they're not the same team they were. Not going to be Oklahoma State. Michigan gets the host Michigan State. I think Michigan State is better this year. So, not better than Michigan, but better than they were last year. So, I don't, like, hate 
that one. But I don't know. Based on week one and based on the theme of this episode, uh. I will go, yes, Michigan has the best chance to repeat over Ohio State. I forgot to throw in there. What about A&M, Alabama? No. Uh, Did you watch up. their game? I, I, I watched a bit of it. Dude, yeah. it was so ugly. Hayes King just, he's not hes yeah. not that guy. Sorry, A&M. He's not that guy. He looks so, like, like dorky on the field. And, like, I know so many A&M fans, and they're all like, oh, Sam Houston plays the score a point challenge. I'm like, how about you guys play the score a point challenge? You're up, like, 14 to 3 and yes. a half. No, that was. It was, or not 14 3, 14. Actually, I'm not even 14. It was ugly, needless to say. You should be scoring more than 31 points on Sam Houston. Right. And, like, your quarterback shouldn't be, like, heaving 60-yard interceptions into the end zone. They need to put in, what's his face, Chance Jackson. Shout out Chance Jackson. Yeah. Let's get him on the pod. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I just, I can't stand A&M, I might dislike A&M more than I dislike Texas. I, I, I agree. Honestly. Just so, we, we know a lot of A&M. <laughs> yeah. We're not the biggest fans. Yeah, so... It'll be, they've gotten a lot of hype, I guess justifiably so if you count. It's just because of their recruiting class. The stars, like, exactly. The best recruiting class of all time. Yeah. Just because just these kids were good in high school, though, doesn't mean they're going to be good on, in college. Exactly, exactly. Um, so I think people will finally put uh, rubber to the road, as they like to call it, and find out that A&M is not the Alabama-beating team people think they are. Yeah, no, I agree. <clears throat> okay. Well, that's all we've got for these takes. Why don't we run through our like big weekend games and get some predictions? So, to start, oh, actually, we did this at the beginning. Never mind. We'll run Alabama Texas again, just to clarify. Right. Line is Bama by twenty. I don't think Texas wins. I think they could cover. And you, for some reason, I think, think yes. I, I think they're going to win. I don't know. It just it it. I have this feeling. Usually, it's been wrong. It's actually always been wrong, but um, <laughs> this time is different. Yes, I think this is. It just. I have a feeling. I think Texas is going to put it together. They have all the players. They just don't play like the players they have. Yeah. So and it's a home game. Exactly. I think that's a big point. Uh, Texas is actually not letting the Alabama fan, uh, band travel, which is <laughs> are they really not? Yeah, a big deal. They did not. <laughs> they only offered them fifty seats. So yeah, um, that's I've what they did to us last year. Sorry, I'll let you continue. Um, when I went to the whenever we played Baylor in Waco, mm, and is what our band was like thirty people on like the very very top row of the stadium. And we were, we were, like, on the field, basically, and we couldn't hear anything. Exactly. Hashtag give the band, yeah. give the band seats, regardless of who it is. Respect to the band. Yes. No, but I guess... Uh, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yes. In 2019, I... Texas, I mean, the last time Texas played a high-profile SEC opponent, it was the 2019 LSU... I guess they played Arkansas. Oh, yeah, I forgot. About, oh, that I game was... Arkansas. I mean, obviously LSU won, and it was a big Joe Burrow statement, but that game was, was a good game. close until the end. So it shows that Texas can stay with these big teams. It's just whether or not they beat themselves up. And I think all of the stars align, and they have uh, that game, but with a better <coughs> ending, as opposed to when they played OU or Arkansas last year, where they just kind of kick themselves in their foot and fall apart. I think just everything kind of goes right for them, and they they pull together and they win, and then they don't win again. But they win one game. They, Texas is gonna go two and ten. <laughs> two and ten wins over ULM Monroe and Alabama. <laughs> okay, um, another big game. Not really a big game, but like from what we've seen so far, upset potential is Wake Forest at Vanderbilt. Mm. Vandy's two and zero. Oh. Their offense has looked really good, and um, the Wake Forest quarterback, who has been hurt, 
he didn't play week one because he had like a surgery to remove a blood clot. Ah. So Sam Hartman, um, he was the guy that started last year. Right. He'll be back this week, ready to face Vanderbilt. I think the the line is wake by twelve and a half, which I think is kind of a lot. That is a lot. Um, because yeah. they looked good. But Vanderbilt like, at home, there. right? Vanderbilt at home, yeah. Right. Um, I think there's upset potential, but I think Wake wins. Vandy, actually, I think I think Vandy will cover. I agree. Yeah. <clears throat> Shout out to our boy Dylan Hazen. Plays for Wake Forest. Yeah. He's starting. Yeah, he did. Yes. He Look leads the team in tackles yeah. right now. Yeah. After Week One. So no yeah, way Vanderbilt wins. <laughs> um, okay. Another big game. This is one of the few like ranked versus ranked teams. Newly ranked number twenty four Tennessee and number seventeen mm. Pitt. This is in Pittsburgh. Um, Last week against West Virginia, they looked kind of slow. I'm not a big Keaton Slovis fan. I wasn't a fan of his at USC. Um, and I, I do like Tennessee. I think they're kind of underrated this year. Um, line is Tennessee by six. Uh, with, oh, so they're lower ranked, but they're favorites? Yeah, they're the favorites, oh, which I don't disagree. That's always a big deal. Yeah, I don't disagree with that, honestly, because Pitt did not look great against West Virginia last right. week, and I am not particularly high on West Virginia. Yeah. JT Daniels is good, but outside of that, they're not anything special. And the, the only reason they won was because that West Virginia receiver like let the ball go through his hands right, and right, right into the pick six. Um, so, I don't know. I think Tennessee pulls off the upset this week. I agree. I can't root for Tennessee because their quarterback has that uh, Riddell Axiom helmet, Hendon Hooker. I can't root for any team that does it. <laughs> I apologize. That Anthony Richardson can't great player, can't like him. That's completely valid. So I'm sorry. Um if they want my money back, which I will never give them, they should switch homes. <laughs> okay. Uh, um on the topic of Anthony Richardson, Florida Gators are Kentucky. Staying at home, hate hosting Will Levis, who I love, and the Kentucky Wildcats this week. Oh yeah. Um, unfortunately for Will, though, I don't think I don't think they. I don't think they yeah, I, I like Will Levis. He puts mayo- mayonnaise in his coffee. Everyone, he does yes. do that. Well, no, he's done with that. I watched uh, his podcast, and he was like, he was like, like I'm tired of it. <laughs> like I, I don't uh, want people to keep asking me about it. Well, they're gonna lose. He's got to find a new. That was his, to yeah, do. that was his thing. Oh well, <laughs> I um, like him though. He's, he's he's a cool guy. Yeah, I think it'll be a fun game. I do think Florida does win that one. Yeah, I think Anthony Richardson is gonna have a really good this year. Um, they looked fantastic against Utah. Um, and yeah, I'm a big, big Kentucky supporter, but, uh, I gotta go, I gotta go with the Gators here. Um, not really a big game. I just want to point this out. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but watch for the upset in Stillwater this weekend. They're hosting Arizona State. It's a good team. Arizona State's run game is fantastic. Xavier Valade, or whatever his first name is, great running back. They looked really good against Northern Arizona last week, even though it was Northern Arizona. Arizona Oklahoma State did not look good at all against Central Michigan. Um, not saying it's going to happen, but I'd like to point out there's upset potential. Game I would like to discuss with upset potential, we touched on earlier, Baylor-BYU. Ah, yes. Big game. I think like this is the big game for this weekend. Yes. No, I agree. I think it's the game that not a lot of people, not everyone's talking about because you have the Texas-Alabama but I think it has potential to be the most exciting game this weekend. Is it? It's on Saturday. What time? Uh, it's a night game. It's, it's at, a night uh, game. So that, nine, it, nine it's at Baylor. At it's in Provo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So at BYU. So that's very important because they do the. I think yeah. they're doing the whiteout, right? They might. Um, Last year they played in Waco, and Baylor won thirty-eight twenty-four. Oh, see. And so, so it was a close game in Waco, 
and Baylor was like an objectively better team. So I think BYU has a, like a really, really, really good shot. I think they pull it off. You know what I was thinking about? I'm talking mm-hmm. about night games. So uh, USC plays also a night game. They're right? playing Stanford. Well, it's like 6.30. Imagine yeah. how crazy it would be if our guy, the, the, the sideline reporter that gives the game score during the game, if oh, they yeah. showed that game. Because it's at night, so it's later than ours, so it'll start after. Yeah, it starts, it starts like a half seven. hour after. Yeah. We start at 6, they start at 6.30. Exactly. So... Wouldn't imagine the booth. They, ha- I mean, oh, I, for that like, would be yeah. so fun no, if they that, showed like at the game. Yes. Yes. No. That I was thinking about that the other day. That would be really awesome if that happened. That would. That's actually. I didn't even think about that. They're playing Stanford. They're playing Stanford. Yeah. yeah. That's also. I mean, they're playing Stanford in Stanford. Yeah. Which they're both Catholic boarding schools, but like I don't know. USC looked. I hate to say, it, but they looked really they good did, last week yeah. against Rice. Against um, Rice, though. So. Yeah. Stanford also looked really good last week, though. I don't know who they played. They played... Oh, they played Colgate. Never mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> doesn't Bryce count. Colgate, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that is our big game prediction for this weekend and then our week one overreaction hot takes for y'all. Um, Sam, you got anything else for us? Yeah, uh, we're going we're gonna, to... Mikey doesn't know about this, but we're going to end with a segment each podcast where I, uh, true to our name, it is an out-of-pocket take that I have to convince Mikey on. My one for this week, in honor of him wearing the Mets jersey, is I firmly believe oh, that the first pitch should count. Throwing like for games. a ball or a strike? I believe that. I think it would add intrigue. It would add who they pick, be more selective. Uh, celebrities would actually have to try, as okay. opposed to those I like. Well, I, they do try. That's the problem. Exactly. Exactly. Because I think <laughs> Ice Cube, you threw one off to the it side. Was, it was uh, 50 Cent, I think. Right. You're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But... It would just be so much more entertaining because usually it's just, oh, wow, first pitch, it happened. But if it counted and you started the game with like a 1-0 or an 0-1 count, that could not decide the whole game, but just It's add... a pretty big start, yeah. Exactly. So um, I thought about that. I've emailed the commissioner. He hasn't emailed me back. He's I not going to. He's thinking he blocked me. But Probably. Um, <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, think about it. Yeah. Uh, you have my number. <laughs> I texted you. <laughs> Rob Manfred is probably not gonna he doesn't he doesn't do a whole lot he doesn't do a lot of his job right now anyway so unfortunately um so let's see would you give it the official thumbs up or thumbs down uh no i'm giving it a thumbs down that's stupid <laughs> that doesn't make any sense oh and why why not <clears throat> because the whole point is that it's like it's like ceremonial like it's like like you're, it's not supposed to it's like a it's not i don't, I don't, oh. I don't know how to argue with you uh. this. this is like this i can't argue with you about this because it's not like you don't have any good reasons. I, sure, yeah. I don't have any good reasons. So I guess by default you're correct. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I'm sure, like, Max Scherzer has something to say about it, though. We can ask him. <laughs> Coming on the pod soon. He's not doing anything. He's on the injured list. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed our show today. Um, RIP the Queen. Bless up. Um, I hope we're not next, but... Yeah, no, we're going to get murked at the game this weekend. No, I meant in line oh. for the throne. I think I'm That's on it. there somewhere because I'm a lord. Yeah, you do, like, own land somewhere. I'm going to write someone about that. Just ask Charles. He's the... Like, also, I have his number. I have a lot of people's numbers. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we hope you enjoyed. <laughs> hope you've been watching college football this weekend. Please 
Subscribe to YouTube. Listen to us everywhere. Follow us on TikTok. Exactly. Oh yes, we do have a TikTok. Yes, we have a pretty good TikTok too. Yeah. I'm not on it, but Mikey is. So I am. I am pretty active on it. Yeah. So uh, link in the description. I hope you guys enjoyed and cue the royalty free music. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs>